Just picture me high up with my top down on Highland and Sunset, doing 85 on the top deck. See, step by step, we walking on stars. If you're looking for some action, you ain't gotta go that far. Now, just picture me Hollywood living, riding through the sun, riding through the sunset. Now, stop tripping, just give me a minute and wait until the sun. Hello, Govs Nation. You're listening to the PCAST. I'm Casey Krieger, and he's Alex Allard. Welcome to the nation's top-ranked Austin P podcast, a podcast that's intro still might sound a little different. Alex, how are you now? Good, and you? Not so bad. Like I said this week, and like I said last week, a little different on the podcast intro. We want to thank CD Life and for being a great sponsor of the PCAST for as long as I can remember, but now it's time for a new sponsor. And hey, you are, if you're a loyal listener of the PCAST, and you just so happen to own a business, and maybe you want to uh, sponsor this podcast that you're currently listening to... Call Parker Phillips at 615-586-4340 or send him an email at pphillips at sseLLC.com. That's P-P-H-I-L-L-I-P-S at sseLLC.com. You can also DM me on Twitter or shoot me an email. I can get you in touch with Parker. Either way, if you want to sponsor the podcast, let us know. Alex? Yes. The NCAA basketball tournament has been, uh, has been happening. It has been madness, one could say. It might, they might say madness. We're to the Final Four. Yeah. And for the first time ever, it's Duke, North Carolina in the Final Four. I am so excited. Uh, not going to lie, definitely wanted it to be St. Peter's. I, I was hardcore rooting for the Peacocks. Yeah, they got smacked around by the Tar Heels, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Oh, but. well. Who's playing in the other game? It's uh, 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 Kansas. Kansas. And Nova. Villanova, you're yep. correct. Would you like to uh, offer your... Wondrous picks for this final I don't final think I form? can. Because, like, there, there are teams that I want to win. But I am the worst picker of games. Perfect. Um, so pick the games right now. Go. Um, honestly, I think it's going to be Kansas and North Carolina. Um, I, think, I think Kansas is the best team in the tournament left. I thought, I thought going into it they were the best team outside of Gonzaga. Um, so I think Kansas is going to absolutely mollywop uh, Villanova. And then I think – Mollywop. Mollywop. Wow. Molly-wop. All right. Um, and then North Carolina. Um, I think North Carolina is going to win, probably win late against Duke. Um, sorry, Coach K, you're not going out with a W. But, uh, yeah, that, those are my picks. So and you have Kansas winning. I have Kansas thing. winning. So, in other words, you, if, if you are going to pick games for this, pick Nova and Duke. Because <laughs> I am just right. bad. Um, but how about you? I don't care. Okay. That's my official stance. Good assessment. Now that uh, – Tennessee's out, and now that my boy Drew Timmy's Timmy's out, I'm officially. Well, Tennessee's been out, so I'm officially careless in this situation. Fair. <laughs> I don't want Kansas to win because then my friend Greg would be really happy. Mm, I, I don't know. want I don't want that. Sorry, Greg. No, oh, well, sorry, Greg. But uh, something interesting I found out Uh-oh, earlier in the week. Okay. About you and Nathan Palkowski. Okay. <laughs> are oh, fastly yeah. becoming my. Least favorite office in this building. It's fine. That's fine. You guys have combined to see <laughs> zero films by Quentin Tarantino. This is true. How? I don't. Okay. We've brought this up a lot of times. I just don't watch movies. I honestly never You've really You've never have. just been flipping through the TV and, oh, there's Pulp Fiction. It's on like once a week. I haven't had cable since I've been in college. So 
No. And the fact that neither of you has seen any of the films. Yeah. Just sickening. I'm not really that sorry, but uh, maybe I'll get to it one day. You should uh, be. Sure. You should be sorry. Terribly. Just disgusting. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm ashamed to be colleagues. I, that That's tough, man. I'm sorry. Um, uh, maybe not, I'm not ashamed, but I'm upset. It's okay. Well, uh, maybe I'll make you not upset. I'll add it to my Yeah, you've got a long list of stuff long to watch. Bus. And there's about 10 Quentin Tarantino movies that need to be on that list. Jeez. Okay. He's only made like 10 movies. And okay. He's gonna only making one more. I guarantee that I have not watched 10 movies in the last four years. What do you do? I Well, a whole bunch of class stuff. Uh, you know, work stuff here. Um, Enough of this. But yeah, okay. You and Nathan went back to school today. Well, you're, you're in school. <laughs> Nathan yeah. went back to school. Nathan went back to school and I joined him. What did you guys do today when so you today, left the office for like two hours when we could have been recording the PCAST? But here yeah, we are. Sorry. Um, so Nathan and I went across campus and we talked to Barry Gresham sports, sports writing class. It's a class that I was in last year, I think. Um, and I don't know, uh, Gresham reached out to Nathan. He was like, hey, do you want to talk at this uh, for this class and like talk about what you do in sports information and stuff like that? And, Oh, and hey, Alex is in this class last year. Why don't you have him come, too, and talk about what he does? Did you guys prepare a PowerPoint or anything? No, no. Nathan brought an old copy of his men's basketball notes. The Murray State notes? Oh, no, that would have been a good idea, though. I didn't even Did think he, like, about pass that. it around? <laughs> See, that's what I thought he was going to do, but he kind of just... He, he just he, held it up? <laughs> he kind of just cla- held it up. How big was the classroom? Like... How many people were there? There's probably 15 people. So he, like, held it up, and the people in the back had no clue what he was holding up. I, he never even, like, turned it around. He like, was just reading He, was the, he just, just read game yeah. notes to these kids. <laughs> not, not even. He kind of just explained what the game notes What'd were. What did you do in class today? Oh, I, I, <laughs> I got game notes read to me. Oh, it was, yeah. But, uh, I mean, he talked about, like, what the game notes are and what the purpose of them are. And um, then I talked about kind of like what I do here with the, whether it's stats or covering the, the tennis or uh, volleyball or anything like that. And uh, I don't know. It was kind of cool. Um, I knew a couple of people in the class. Nina on the women's basketball team was in the class. Um, should have took women's basketball game notes. We could have read. To see, me that's all exactly about what Nina I was thinking. To Nina. <laughs> we we sure could have. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was fun to do. What you what what did you? What's the most important knowledge you gave the children of the youth, children of America? I think the most from you, a child of America. <laughs> from me, a twenty-two year old child. Um, I think the biggest thing that I told them is like the purpose of what we do is to. It's like, like I'm not out here to be the best sports writer, uh, but I'm here to do everything that I can to promote the student athletes. And that's kind of like I told them, I was like, you can read the post games and the previews and look at our game notes and all this other kind of stuff. But uh, at the end of the day, we're just trying to, you know, showcase what the student athletes have accomplished. Look so, at you. That's, yeah. You're like 22 going on 50. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, thank you. Anything I've, else from going back to school today? No, but here in about half an hour, I got to go back to class. Well, that sounds like fun. Oh, it's uh, going to be a great time. I guess we need to hurry up here. So we'll talk about the track and field team at the Margaret, or Murray State's Margaret Simmons Invite last week. A third-place finish of the team at the first outdoor event of the season. The Govs had four individual winners. Kanisha Phillips won the 200 meters. Are uh, we surprised? She, no, she's the reigning OVC champ in that, so uh, shock and awe. Uh, she was also third in the 100 meters. The Govs also won the 4x800-meter relay by 13 seconds. That's that's pretty good. Is that uh, a lot? It seems I like think a it's lot. a lot. Then they won the 4x4 four by, four by just three seconds, so, you know, they're just, slacking off a lot. Just three seconds. Just three okay. seconds. Uh, Dina Hill-Tate was the final event winner. She won the high jump at 1.66 meters. Oh, by the way, she's the reigning Ohio Valley Conference champion in that. Track and field stacked. 
yeah, third place, you know, good finish, good start. Mm-hmm. Keep third that th- thing rolling. Third out of 21, too. I mean, there's a couple of bigger schools there, too, from what I understand. As far as I know. Yeah. Very in-depth coverage there. Great job, <laughs> us. Yeah, we did a great Beach job. Beach Volleyball. Though. They had their first conference weekend at the OVC weekend at Chattanooga. The Gulls went 3-1. and one. Uh, Beat EAU 5 to nothing on Friday. Beat Moorhead State 3-2 to two on Friday to just further prove that the real champions of the Ohio Valley Conference from last year were the tournament champions, not the Mickey Mouse regular season champions. Um, at Moorhead State. Lost to Martin to start the Saturday matches. Lost 4-1. to one. Bounced back to sweep Chattanooga 5 to nothing on their home court. No big deal. Ouch. Brooke Moore, Michaela Powell, they were perfect. They were 4-0 in their four matches. Guess what? OVC Beach Volleyball Pair of the Week for the first time in both of their careers. So hats off to them. Uh, they probably could have won it a couple weeks ago when Marlena and Kelsey won it because they were perfect that weekend too. Um, it came down to who allowed less points per set and the fact that Brooke and Michaela dropped the set two weeks ago and Marlena and Kelsey didn't. They, did, they only dropped one set this weekend, mm-hmm. but <clears throat> 4 no. OVC Pair of the Week. Good for them. It's a first team all OVC and indoor and uh, already doing this in Beach. I'll go, Not ahead. Bad. I'll go ahead and lock those two in as uh, all OVC Easily. pairing Easily. this season. Might just put the whole Govs lineup in that thing. That's what it's looking like. Baseball team had a three-game series at Belmont last weekend. They fell 8-4 to four on Friday and 6-4 to four on Sunday. The Govs did salvage a Saturday game to get a uh, get out of Nashville with a win. They won 8-7 to seven behind a two-hit four-RBI game from Geno Averos. Jack McDonald also had a two hits and two RBIs. Those two tied for first and second in the NCAA in doubles. Yeah, that's uh, doubling machines. Double machines. Uh, the Govs did drop a midweek at Evansville, 10 to five. Reed Brown had three hits at the designated hitter, but the Govs couldn't hold off the Purple Aces, and that was that up there at German American Bank Field, I believe is what it's called. Uh, they had a DJ apparently. A DJ at the baseball game. I think we need to do that. I am all for it. We um, had dancers at the baseball game at one point. They would get on top of the dugout in between innings. I, I promise really? we had the Austin P dance team. When was that? Uh, I was a manager. Okay, so they would do like I don't remember what I think it might have been like the seventh inning stretch. They like ran out behind home plate and did like one of their little dances. Okay, cool. Well, yeah, sure. Just doing all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. Softball, Alex. Yeah, what did they do up at uh, Morehead State this weekend? Well, uh, softball. So after dropping their series, series against Belmont last week, uh, went up to the great town that is Morehead, Kentucky. You're being yeah. generous with the word town. Yeah, I couldn't think of what, what's below a town. Um, it's village, the village of Moorhead, Kentucky. And uh, they took two of three against uh, Moorhead State. Uh, won the first one five to two. Um, and then had a doubleheader that Sunday when they won seven to four, nine to one. Uh, in the first one, Lexi Osowski hit her seventh home run of the season. She's kind of a machine herself. Is that she's, good? Yeah, she's um, on a heater, one could say. Oh. Um, I mean, she's doing Lexi Osowski things. I think she has like her almost her worst batting average of her career and she's still hitting like four seventy this season. That seems good. Yeah. Um so goes one five to two, uh won seven to four in the second one. And then looking for the series sweep, uh Moorhead State was just like, Nope, can't sweep us. That happens. Not nine to one. Um but you'll take two or three. Um especially for the first wins of the season. Oh, and in that first game against Moorhead State, Coach Cassie Stanfill picked up her thirty ninth conference victory. Um, since being the head coach at Austin P, which is a program record. Good. Go Coach K. Is that an OVC record or just a conference wins record? That is just a Austin P record. For OVC wins or for oh, total? For, for, for OVC wins. Okay, just not for OVC total wins. conference. Okay. No, she, but she's on pace. Um, she's going to do some stuff. She, she's going to do a lot of things. Um, 
but yeah, so congrats, Coach Stanfield. A little um, midweek action at Murray State too. Let's talk about that. Yeah, that was pitching pitching duels. I mean, yeah, absolutely. one to two and two or two to one and two to nothing loss for the Govs up in uh, Callaway County. Yeah, and I was watching that first one. Um, like we were leading one to nothing for the better part of that game. I want to say like Feverly had like an RBI double or something in like the fifth or sixth inning, um, and then it got down to like the very last out in the bottom of the seventh. And uh, a former Clarksville High School standout in softball stepped up, stepped up to the plate to uh, pinch hit for the racers. She walked it off. Cubs drop late. Um, and that uh, two to nothing game too is a pitching duel between I can't remember the girl from Murray and then uh, Jordan Benefil just came up just short in that one. But yeah, so back at it this weekend. Back at it this weekend against Tennessee Tech. Alex, I know you're just ready to talk about tennis. So oh my gosh, yes, do I it. Am. Okay, so next, men's tennis um, ended their little losing streak that they had going. They faced a future ASUN conference opponent in North Alabama. I was sitting there during that one, and it was – so we took the doubles point, um, one across the number one and number two pairings. And then in singles, North Alabama came back. They won three straight. So it's three to one. And, um, you know, you're looking at it, and you're like, well, most teams don't come back from three to one deficits. But except Austin, for the Govs. Except for Austin P. Tennis. Um, and I was talking – and so we come back, and then it, it's, it's three to three at one point, and then it's Tom Bolton, the freshman, and he's sitting there on the number four court. He's, he wins his third set. Govs win four to three. And uh, looking to pick up a little bit of uh, momentum going into the conference season. But uh, That starts this week, right? That starts this Saturday. Talk about more about that later. How yeah. about the uh, women's team that won their match while we were recording last week's episode? Yeah, uh, the women continued their little winning streak. They're, they have four straight now. They swept the University of the Cumberland 7 to nothing. Um, it was one of those that's – you've come to expect it. Honestly, take care of business. What taking, that's taking care of business, and uh, that's what they look to do this weekend. You want to talk about taking care of business? The Ossipee women's golf team at the Diane Doherty invite. The Govs had a third place finish as a team, but that's not the story here. It's a good finish. Don't get me wrong. Okay. We're not we're not sweeping that under the rug. But bigger news: Taylor Edmond won the tournament with a 74, 74, 73, 223 round score. Uh, it is the first tournament win by a governor since Reagan Green uh, won the Town and Country Invitational in 2019. It is just the third three-round tournament win by a governor, joining Amanda Phillips and Chelsea Harris. They both won OVC titles. Uh, so hats off to Taylor Dedman. And have I told you how she won it? Not yet, but go ahead. Taylor Dedman, 18th hole of the final round, 54th hole of the event. Down one shot on okay. the last tee box. Gotcha. Down a shot. Right. What does she do? She drives the green on the par 4 18th. What does she do from there? She sinks the long eagle putt to win it. That I saw that on their Twitter account. That was that's a shot too. Yeah, I, I imagine that the approach shot was quite impressive as well. Yeah, to get it right up there next to the green and mm -hmm. then just drain the eagle putt. Uh, the her two twenty score mm -hmm. is tied for the third best. Yeah, third best fifty four hole score in program history. So the top five fifty four hole scores in program yep. history. She has three of them. That's. Quite, quite good. Uh, is it good? It seems, I, it seems it good. Seem, to, it's okay. Yeah. Uh, what what happens when you, you know, win tournaments, too, with eagle putts on the 18th? I would say player. Like, you're going to get some kind of award. They name you OVC Golfer of the Week. Definitely. Second time this season. You know, the last time uh, Austin P. Governor won OV or Austin P. Women's Golfer won OVC Golfer of the Week twice in the same season? No, I don't, but I'm hoping you tell me. Would you like to guess? Uh, go ahead. Jessica Cathy, who you might better uh, now know. That's Jessica, Jessica Combs, Combs. Uh, Taylor Dedman's head coach. So there's a fun fact for you. 
Uh, don't want to forget about the rest of the team either. Erica Scott and Shelby Darnell both bounced back from slow starts in their first round. They finished T27 and T32. Kayla Campbell rounded out the lineup for the governor. She finished tied for 51st in a 95-player field. So got the whole lineup there in the top half. Not a bad little weekend down at the Bogey Hills Country Club in St. Charles, Missouri. Uh, hopefully that momentum carries into the last regular season week this weekend. And then, you know, OVC title time. I mean, they're, they're going to be right there with it too. They're ready to go. But uh, I believe that's all we have for us. So uh, we're going to take a break. Okay. And we'll be right back with Yamaya Johnson of the Austin Women's Basketball Team right after this. Too sexy for this sir. Too sexy for your girl. Too sexy for this world. Too sexy for this ice. Too sexy for that jack. Yeah, yeah. I'm too sexy for this chain. Too sexy for your game. Too sexy for this fame. Yeah, yeah. I'm too sexy for the trap. Too sexy for that cap. Too sexy for that jack. Yeah, yeah. Okay, alright, that's fine. Okay, okay. I'm feeling too sexy to accept requests. Way too sexy. And I'm way too sexy to go unprotected. Joining us on the PCAST, she's one of the best scorers in the OVC and soon to be one of the best in the A Sun. It's Yamaya Johnson of the Austin P women's basketball team. Yamaya, how are you doing today? I'm good. Can't complain. How are you? I'm good. How are classes going? Uh they're pretty good, straightforward. Are you all online? Uh, no, I have two uh, in person and one online. Is it nice to be back in in person classes, or did you like it when it was all online? Uh, I prefer online. You did? Yeah. It's it's a weird mix. Some people like it, some people don't. Well, my classes uh, they're early, like really early, so I don't like waking up too early. So, so that's why I prefer just online. Flip the laptop up and yep. you're online. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> all right, let's start by talking about basketball. Mm-hmm. After your junior season at Jacksonville State, you transferred to Austin P. Yeah. What is that process like, the whole just transferring after three years at one school? Um, it's definitely uh, kind of scary because, you know, when you enter the transfer portal, you never know, like, what you're going to get at a new school. It's like taking a risk. But it's honestly uh, one of the best decisions I've made for myself. You said it was like taking a risk. And, I mean, you came to a school with a brand-new coach. You'd mm-hmm. never seen – you'd never played against her. You'd never seen her coach. You didn't know much about her, I imagine. Mm-hmm. And you took that chance, and it's worked out? Right. It has. Um, like I said, uh, it's one of the best decisions I've made, and um, I'm glad I came here. So you transferred schools in high school, right? Yeah. So you think that having experience switching schools, getting used to a new team, new coaches, new everything, do you think that helped make your transition to Austin P easier? Um, yeah, I went um, – during high school, I went to three different uh, schools, and it definitely helped. But, you know, college is kind of more serious, so it was a little more scary than high school. Right, and you didn't live at different high schools. Like, you're you're moving, right? Right. right. So you got here this summer. Mm-hmm. And at what point when you got here, you transferred, Carly transferred here, we had some players already here. At what point did you look at this team and be like, man, we're, we could be pretty good? Um, honestly, right when I got here, you know, because um, at Jacksonville State, I played against um, Austin P, And they beat us at Austin P, and we beat them at JSU. But I noticed, like, uh, they're pretty – Decent team, and we could be special uh, with me and Carly coming in. Um, so, yeah. Was it weird to, like, all of a sudden be playing with people that you had been guarding, like Ella and Shaylee and Carly? Like, you had been playing against <laughs> them for, what, two or three years? And, yeah. like, all of a sudden, like, now no, now we're on the same team. Yeah, it was it was uh, very different at first, but I adjusted pretty quick. 
Did you think playing against them helped you, like, understand how they play better? Did it make that yeah. transition a little easier? Yeah, it did. And, you know, we do, like, scouting on the other teams, so. Like, if you had went somewhere completely different where you didn't know anybody, it would you wouldn't have known how they played and stuff. Right. Yeah, yeah it would have been different, for sure. So, your first season at Austin P. I'd say it went pretty well? Yes, sir. Well, you're all OVC for the second straight season. You're fourth in the league in scoring in back-to-back seasons. And I, the question I know you got asked after every single game, because I was there with you. Mm-hmm. You started, the, you started in the first game of the year. Right. And then you came off the bench the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Talk about how that decision was made and, like, what it did for you. Um, it was definitely by choice. I, I was more comfortable coming off the bench because um, I just got a chance to see, like, okay, like, what are they doing? Like, how do I need to, you know, move when I get in the game? So, and it just calmed me down, like, coming off the bench. And I think that that was best for our team, so. Have you came off the bench before in your career, or do you usually start? Uh, I usually start. Well, at JSU, uh, my freshman and sophomore year, I did come off the bench then part of that year. So, so it just allows you to see the court and be yeah. like, okay, here's where I need to attack. Here's mm-hmm. what I need to do. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Um, you got to ask that question a lot, didn't you? I did. Every single time. Every like, interview. What's it like coming off the bench? And yeah. It's like, oh, she answered that last week. Should have uh. been here. <laughs> So you played your entire college career in the OVC. Mm-hmm. Next year, we're in the A-Sun. Yeah. What are your thoughts about going to a new league? Um, it's definitely exciting uh, just to get different experience, a different experience uh, in a new conference and playing new teams. Uh, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. Are you excited to go to Florida instead of Charleston, Illinois? Oh, yes. I'm looking forward to the warm weather. <laughs> Do you think it'll be weird for you to play against Jacksonville State? I know Carly got to play her games against the IU this year. Mm-hmm. So now you're going to get to play your old school next year for um, one year before they go to a new conference what, what are your thoughts on that one or have you even thought about it oh uh, i thought they were leaving the uh, they're leaving after next year oh so i do so get, you get one year against oh, them oh that's exciting and it's my last year of college so i'm really looking forward to that um playing seeing some old teammates and playing against them that's gonna be exciting might have to have a career high that day huh oh for sure <laughs> so i found out this morning you're famous on tiktok yeah <laughs> how did you get to be famous on tiktok like get what 100,000 103.6 thousand followers yeah um well i started tiktok like two or three years ago and i was just posting for fun and uh, one of my videos just blew up um it was just me posting myself and pe- i guess people liked what they saw and they started following me and it just blew up from there it just took off like yeah i'm not yeah i'm not a big dancer so that's definitely not why i went viral or whatever but just me posting myself you just did it yeah uh you also customize shoes mm-hmm. what how did you start like what what it, what do you do to explain this explain the shoe thing to me um well i usually do uh air force ones and you first have to prep the shoe by putting a acrylic um acrylic uh remover on it so the paint can stick more and then um, I just paint whatever design the customer wants. And then when I'm finished, I put a finisher, a paint finisher on it to, like, hold it, hold the paint on, onto the shoe. And then I just let it dry. What's your favorite pair you've ever done? Um, I would say some forces. That's just what I'm used to doing. I've done a pair, uh, a couple pair of cleats, too. Like uh, what, like, paint, though? Like, like what design? Like, for who? who what's, the, what's the favorite pair when you look back? Like, that's the best one I've done. Um, I've done a couple pride pairs, the same design, because multiple people liked it. Um, it's like a rainbow pair, um, just because, you know, I support the LGBT community and it was just fun to do using different colors. Do you wear a lot of the shoes you customize? 
Um, no, I only customize myself one pair, but this summer I plan to customize uh, a lot more for myself. I was going to ask if you had a pair because you have a lot of hats. Mm-hmm. I was going to see if you had a pair for every hat. Oh, uh, no, not yet. I'm, you're working I'm, on it? Yeah, I'm going to get there. You're getting there? Mm-hmm. All right, so you're a senior. Right. What, what is your major? Uh, kinesiology. Kinesi- mm-hmm. Okay, and you graduate this spring? In May. Are you excited? I am looking forward to it. And you're going to do a master's? Yes. What's your master's going to be in? Do you have any idea? I'm probably going to take the leadership route. I'm going to do like a one-year uh, program. So you're going to do one year. You're going to play basketball. Mm-hmm. And what are your plans after that? Do you have any idea or are you um, still figuring it out? I, right now, I plan to go overseas, continue my basketball career. You just keep playing basketball? Mm-hmm. All right. So I've got one last question before we do our rapid-fire questions. Yes. Why Austin P? Um, I would say the coaches for sure. They – um made me feel comfortable I think they have uh my best interests uh and I think they're going to look out for me and help me better my game and definitely the teammates you know just playing against them and they made it very welcoming when I got here all right are you ready for our rapid fire questions yes all right what's your favorite word or saying um wait what do you mean <laughs> like what's your favorite word like what do you just say all the time uh bruh bruh yeah <laughs> what's the last book you read um it's actually a book um about relationships i don't know the name of it but it's about like um uh, uh getting to know yourself before like getting into a relationship all right mm-hmm. what's your worst habit mm, procrastinating you do a lot of homework on sunday yeah i do it at last minute i feel like every single person that comes on this show says that yep procrastinating <laughs> do you think you can walk a mile in less than 10 minutes um, probably not. Maybe. <laughs> What's one rule in any sport that you would like to change or add and why? Um, hmm. in basketball, I would like to play with six people instead of five. Just, it'll be more fun to me. It'll be interesting. Why six? Um, I don't know. I just added more people. That's just the number that came to mind, six. Do you think you need to make the court bigger, or do you leave the court the same? Uh, leave it the same. So no, want, wait, make it bigger because, you know, you need more space. Do you want to, like, move the three-point line back, too, or do you just want to, like, widen the sidelines? Widen the sideline. So you want more people on the court, wider court. Mm-hmm. How does that help you? It gives me more space to attack. But it gives you more defenders, too. Oh, that's true. Oh, I guess I got to kick it out. <laughs> What app on your phone gets the most use? Um, Instagram. What's the last gift you gave somebody? Uh, some roses. Some roses? Yeah. All right, so if we're casting a movie about you, mm-hmm. who are you picking to play yourself? Uh, like an actor? An actor. It can be anybody. Uh, Ella and Shaylee picked each other, I think. Oh, um... I'll pick Nina. You want, I think Shaylee actually picked Nina, not Ella. Really? Yeah, so everybody's going to have Nina play them in the movie. Yeah, I would pick Nina for sure. <laughs> Why Nina? Is she just She's just really funny, and I love her accent. It would be funny. Everybody just wants Nina to be them in the movie. Got yep. it. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> What's the most embarrassing song you love? Um, I'd probably say Baby by Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber? Yeah. I don't think you're the first person to say that. Really? Nope. <laughs> if you could go to any concert, who would it be? Um, I would say um, 
Hmm, I like R&B, so I would choose Giveon, maybe. Okay. Mm-hmm. I've never heard of him, so. Yeah. It's pretty cool. What's one place in the world you want to visit the most? Um, I have never been out of the country, fun fact, but I would say maybe Italy. So you want to leave the U.S. and Italy's at the top of the list? Yeah. That's Anywhere in specific? Nah. Just just the whole country? Yeah. <laughs> if you could have any three people over for dinner, who would they be? Um, Nina. Nina? Kid. Casey Kidwell? Yeah, and... Probably Kamaya Ward. We can make that happen like tonight, probably. Yeah, <laughs> we could. <laughs> Who or what inspires you? Um, definitely my mom. Um, since a little girl, she's always been there for me and been that role model. And she showed me like how to be strong and, you know, how to go through adversity. And yeah. What advice would you give to your younger self? Um... To be tougher mentally and not let people run over me. That's good advice for everybody. Yeah. All right. So our last question comes from our last guest, John V.A. Bucks. She wants to know what inspires you to keep pushing. Um, I would say my dad. Um, you know, he, he passed away when I was uh, in second grade. And I just always um, want to make him proud. I know he's watching, and he'll be proud of me. So I just think about him and making him um, happy. So I just do it for him. That's good. That's a good uh, good inspiration. The last mm-hmm. question for you. Mm-hmm. You get to ask our next guest a question. What question do you want to ask next week on the PCAST? Um, hmm. If you could have any superpower, what would it be? Superpower? Yeah. That's a good one. Yamaya, I appreciate you taking some time to be on the podcast today. I know you're busy with it getting near the end of semester, but mm-hmm. thank you again. And we'll be right back with the PCAST right after this. All right, thank you. Too sexy for this syrup. Too sexy for your girl. Too sexy for this world. Too sexy for this ice. Too sexy for that jack. Yeah, yeah. I'm too sexy for this chain. Too sexy for your game. Too sexy for this fame. Yeah, yeah. I'm too sexy for the trap. Too sexy for that cat. Too sexy for that jack. Yeah, yeah. Too sexy to count. Fitty, my neck. Bugatti, red diamonds. Spaghetti. This paper, I shredded. I swindled. No sweating. I saw you begging. Another big thank you to Yamaya Johnson for stopping by to talk to us here on the PCAST. Uh, Alex, let's get right into it. we got a big week here this weekend. It's a huge week. It's a huge week. We're retiring a lot of jerseys. Let's talk about the baseball ones first. Okay. Nate Manning's number 17. AJ Ellis is number 15. And also, Sean Kelly's number 17. Uh, Nate Manning was a 1996 OBC Player of the Year, Tournament Most Valuable Player, and a two-time OBC selection. He's the only APSU hitter to ever record 100 hits in a season. And is the single-season RBI leader for the program. AJ Ellis, who you might have heard uh, about when he played for you know the Los Angeles Dodgers right. and was a personal catcher of Clayton Kershaw, essentially, was the first APSU baseball player to be named first team OVC four times during their career, and the first to do so at three different positions. That'd be utility, first base, and catcher. Sean Kelly also might have heard of him from you know the major leagues. Just a little bit. Uh, the second APSU athlete to finish her career with four championship rings. He was 2007 OVC Pitcher of the Year and a two-time OVC selection. Was coached by my high school coach Ryan Edwards when he was at Austin P. Really, he sure yeah. was. He outdueled David Price at Vanderbilt, okay. and uh, we're retiring those jerseys. Going to put them up on the wall at Raymond C. Ham Park. 
They're going to throw out some first pitches. We're going to do a ribbon cutting for the Sean Kelly K Club. We're also going to do a public ribbon, ribbon cutting for the Doug Downey Baseball Operations Center. We did a private uh, virtual mm-hmm. one back in like a year and a half ago. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. So we're going to do that for real with everybody everybody in the house, and they're all going to throw out first pitches over over at the hand. Be a good weekend. I mean, it sounds like a lot. Of, I mean, like I'd, I've known a lot of those people for, shoot, whenever I was growing up. Right. Know? We're going to do a little softball jersey retirement, too. Alex, how about that? Yeah. Uh, First ever softball jersey retirement in program history. Uh, Number 32, Andrea Miller, is going to be, I mean, honestly, one of the greatest student athletes of Austin history. She did a little more than softball, didn't she? I mean, she, so she earned 11 letters, 11 or 12 letters uh, while she was at Austin P. She played, it was softball, volleyball, basketball. Um, And Is that good? You know, I I think it's okay. So she was the first female athlete to earn academic All-American honors at Austin P. Uh, she was also the 1995 OVC Softball Player of the Year and a three-time first-team All-OVC selection for softball. She, um, I mean, we've been talking, I mean, I've been talking to Sarge really ever since I got here, and he was like, that should, you know, no one will ever wear the number 32 again. I mean, she is by far one of the greatest student athletes of Austin P. history and easily softball so far. Seems so, like it. I mean, she's got. Who else won 11 letters? I guarantee nobody's nobody's ever done that. Maybe like a tr- uh, you could, no okay, excluding like track, field, cross country, distance runners. That's true. Because they get three a year. Right. But aside from that. Yeah, and and you're not you're not going to see that anymore. Like I mean, you don't have players doing all these sports all at the same time. At least at the Division One level. No. Um. So for her to do that here and Osby softball was Division One at that time. Just um, that's just a huge accomplishment, and uh, I know a lot of people are going to be there for that jersey retirement. And uh, Sarge used to be your coach. Um, Chris Austin. Chris Austin. Yeah. Sorry. I. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. We just got to make sure people know. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, uh, excited to see that. Major League Baseball starts next week, Alex. Are you excited? I am. As a so Mariners fan? Did we, is that what we announced? You know, I, I, don't, I thought we decided on Mariners. Okay. So Mariners. Um, officially, Nashville sounds. I, 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 I can give you a Jesse Winkie jersey. He plays for the Mariners now. Cool. I would it love that. It says Reds, and it's the wrong number. <laughs> Close enough, though, right? Yeah. Uh, the Reds did something good, finally. I saw you tweeting about that. They, they decided that their number one prospect was going to start the season on the Major League roster and pitch in the fourth game of the season. I'm very excited. He was the number two pick in the 2017 or 18 draft okay. out of high school. Uh, he's Usually I'm very anti-picking high school pitchers in the baseball draft right. and pro-college pitchers because mm-hmm. they're like 21 and they've usually already had their Tommy John. Mm-hmm. And I'm just I lean college pitchers, but every once in a while you get a, I'm usually I'm pro college players in the draft, yeah. especially especially early. If you get a high school player late as a project, cool, mm-hmm. that's cool. If you can get him to sign, uh, Hunter Green was one of the high school players that you could not pass on unless you were the Minnesota Twins, who apparently would rather have Royce Lewis, who was a high school shortstop. And thank you to them for making that poor decision. Uh, yeah, the crazy thing is Major League Baseball teams when they have a top prospect like this will leave them in the minor leagues for the first two weeks of the season mm-hmm. because then it doesn't count as a year of service time, which means they hit free agency a year later mm-hmm. if they leave them in the minor leagues for a certain amount of days of the season. Yeah. So starting them, like you said, like two weeks later, does that? Yeah, so you would put them in AAA for the first right. like 10, 10, 10 to 15 days of the okay. season, whatever the number is, so that they wouldn't get enough service time on the MLB. Because every day gotcha. on the MLB yeah. roster you get service time points. Right. And they wouldn't get enough points for this season because they spent 10 days in the minor leagues or whatever. Gotcha. So they wouldn't 
go to free agency until a year later. So the teams would manipulate service time. Mm-hmm. Every team does it. The Reds did it to Nick Senzel. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly, the Reds didn't do it to Jonathan India last year, and they didn't do it to Hunter Green this year. I am pleasantly surprised that that joke of an organization could get something right. Uh, so super cool to see Hunter Green do that. Maybe they'll get Nick Lodolo up there soon, too. And uh, Well, I'm just – The Reds are playing their uh, opening day game in Atlanta, and the game just got flexed to ESPN2 at 7 o'clock. Is it like was it like down or up or? Oh, so it was like m- most baseball is just on Valley Sports regional gotcha. coverage, okay. and it just got picked up because the Braves are the reigning champs, and right. it's going to be a national broadcast now. And I don't know if you know this, but the Reds never win when they play on national broadcast. <laughs> well, I do now. Uh, every time in my life, I've seen the Reds play on Sunday night baseball, which is mm-hmm. very rare mm-hmm. that they get picked up for a Sunday night baseball game. They usually have to be playing like the Cardinals or the Cubs or the mm-hmm. Yankees or somebody that ESPN cares about. Uh, they lose. Um, let's let's hope they don't. So do it now again. they're going to um, open the season know. on Thursday night baseball on ESPN, and I'm sure we will lose to the Atlanta Braves. And I'm probably I'm so excited about that. I'm so excited to hear everything that's going on with the Reds throughout the season. Oh, you should be. I'll tell you all about my fantasy baseball team too. We draft tomorrow. I, I yeah. How, how many rounds is it? Uh, Thirty, but yeah. I only have to make fourteen picks because I already that's have sixteen right. players. I already have Austin P. Uh, alumni Tyler Rogers locked up. There you go. Already got that one. Uh, let's talk about Austin P stuff now. Okay. Track and field at the Hilltopper Relays in Bowling Green this weekend. That'd be a Friday-Saturday event for them. Uh, I'm sure if you're at a Western Kentucky event, you can have some big teams there. Yeah. I mean, you, you got to expect the Kentuckys. And, I mean, you know Western's going to be there. But, like, Kentucky, uh, Tennessee maybe. I don't know. Yeah. So, a uh, good weekend to go up there, run against some good teams, and see what happens. Beach volleyball. At the Eastern Kentucky Beach Tournament this weekend, they're going to play Friday at 8 a.m. against Eastern Kentucky, and then they're going to play at 4 p.m. against Jacksonville State. On Saturday, they're going to play a 10 a.m. match with North Alabama and a 2 p.m. match against EIU. The Govs have beaten EIU and beaten Jacksonville State this season. It'll be the first time they play EKU or North Alabama. Uh, that's the, the EKU, Jacksonville State, I think if you can get two wins there, I like our chances of a sweep on Saturday. We got EIU 5 to nothing earlier. Haven't seen North Alabama this year, but I like – I like what we're doing. I think if you get get hot, we'll just go ahead and uh, bust out the brooms on Saturday. Oh, yeah. I'm booking it. If we didn't get enough uh, action with North Alabama on Saturday, we're going to play them twice on Wednesday in a little double duel action. Okay. Right here in Clarksville at the Govs Beach Volleyball Complex. Uh, 1 p.m. and 3 p.m. matches. I don't know I why mean, you're not going to be there. I mean, if you don't have class. If you do on. have class. I mean, call in sick. Maybe. Maybe you just take a sick day from class. You, you've got a couple of unexcused absences as you a student. You can afford one. It. We're not, we're not promoting skipping class. No, However, of course not. However, if you would like to come support the Govs, be there. Preferably if you don't have class. Yeah, 1 p.m., 3 p.m. Yeah, you got time. You got two matches. Exactly. That's four hours of beach volleyball that you can be watching. And I don't know why you wouldn't be. I mean, honest. I mean, Alex is going to be there. I, I, I will be there. I, I, I guess I will be there. Yeah, you're going to be there <laughs> I'm now. I'm going to be there now. <laughs> <laughs> Baseball team, big OVC series against Southeast Missouri this weekend. They're going to play at 6 p.m. on Friday, 1 p.m. on Saturday, and 1 p.m. again on Sunday. Uh, the Red Hawks are one of the top teams in this league. They have a very high RPI ranking right now. So, Govs are, Govs are a little cool right now, but, you know, there's no better way to get back into it than by beating one of the better teams in the league. Yep. A lot of momentum. Get you right back up in the standings. You've only played, what, two conference weekends or one? Two. Two. Because you had Belmont and then you had uh, whoever was before that. Yeah, yeah, whoever was before that. Good work. Um, I don't know either. I I think Belmont's the first one. It might be. Okay, so, yeah, just get in there. Get the Red Hawks. Uh, It's usually a very tough series here. They usually come in and there's usually a 
very hotly contested. I remember a walk-off balk against the Red Hawks when I was a manager. Well, that's one way to win a game. And the coach went to get the rule book with the officials from mm-hmm. the locker room, and we had to bring the we, – we'd won, and we knew we'd won, but we had to wait on the officials to get the rule book and come back down and rule on said play. It was a lot of fun. Dang. Yeah. Never heard of that happening It before. was kind of weird. Um, we were trying to fix the field and get out of there, but they're, nope, we're not done yet. Okay. Uh, big midweek on Tuesday, 6 p.m., the Govs are going to go up to Nashville and play the Vanderbilt Commodores at Hawkins Field. I think we've beaten them before. I could be wrong. We may but, have beaten uh, them before. Hey, Vandy's coming off a big weekend series. Mm-hmm. On Well, they will be coming off a big weekend series. They host number one Tennessee for three games this weekend. Cheapest ticket for those games? $150. Jeez. To sit in the outfield. Gosh. Yeah. I, I couldn't. I. So, you know, maybe the doors are a little wore out after that one. Maybe the Govs get in there and uh, just take another one off Vanderbilt. Let's do it. Let's best, just make it a tradition. Best team in the state. Uh, you do know the consensus number one team <laughs> is in this state, right? I, I sure do. Okay. All right. We'll power through there. Softball, Alex, what are they going to do? They're going to host Tennessee Tech. Talk, yeah. Tell me all about that. So, uh, softball hosts Tennessee Tech in a little uh, doubleheader on Saturday. Um, and then we talked about the jersey retirements uh, earlier. But Jersey retirement is going to be between that uh, 1 p.m. and 3 p.m. doubleheader that I Saturday. I we should have talked about that. The softball Jersey retirement is, you said, between the games. Right. The baseball be. one will be on Saturday before the game. Okay. And that's about, like, what, 15 minutes before yeah, first pitch? Yeah, about 12.50. Okay. Um, so, yeah, the Govs have that series against Tennessee Tech. Um, then they have a 1 p.m. game on Sunday. And then they're going to travel down to the Music City for a little midweek against Lipscomb. Just all so. kinds of midweek action in the Music City. There sure is. Another team that's going to the Music City. Oh, Austin P. Men's and Women's Tennis. Oh, so uh, the men, so the men are going to play Belmont this Saturday at 11 a.m. Uh, down at Belmont, and then followed by the women who are going to get first or first serve at 3 p.m. I, don't, I guess that'd be the term. Would first serve at 3 p.m. Whatever. Um, what other term would you prefer? I don't know. Um, anyways, yeah. So men and women, men's and women's tennis going to get underway against Belmont. Women looking to stay hot. Men looking to pick up their second straight win. Back-to-back wins. Men's golf team uh, is going to get back on the course for the first time in a minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have not played since March 14th and 15th at the Southern Invitational. They're going to play in the Carpenter-Cheney Classic, hosted by Moorhead State, exactly where you'd expect Moorhead State to host it. Of course. In Tunica, Mississippi. Well, of course. Uh, uh, classic, right? Yeah, it's a Moorhead State move. Uh, yeah. Well, would, shout out to them for not making anybody go to Moorhead. Exactly. They yeah. should honestly host all of their events <laughs> in Tunica. <laughs> They're the Moorhead State and Tunica, Mississippi Eagles. I think sure. we're on to something. We are. Uh, I think that's the only other event we have. I think that's it yeah. next week. That's that's all the all the Austin P. Sportage. So, Anything yeah. else? No, that's all I got. Well, Katie Etheridge, Riley Flynn, Matthew Fitzpatrick, they have all the community service opportunities for you, the student-athletes. SAC and all of the student-athletes have been doing awesome with Turner's Heroes this week. That is uh, – Donations to help with childhood cancer research. And there's another chance to donate to Turner Heroes tonight, which today is Thursday, March 31st. Tonight at Jock and Roll, I believe the entry fee to Jock and Roll is a $2 donation to Turner's Heroes. I think you can Venmo that at the gate. It'll get you into Clement Auditorium. And you can watch Jock and Roll. You can want to support all the other student athletes, have some fun. 8 o'clock tonight, Clement Auditorium. Uh, and why not go? You can donate to Turner's Heroes. That's a good thing to do. Exactly. Also, Gatsby's are coming. Yes, they are. Right around the corner. What's the date for those? Like the 18th. They're the 18th because I'm coming back on the 17th, and I don't know if I'm going to be here for the dress rehearsal. Uh, Espy's, April's 18th. We'll see you there. Uh, get your get your suits to the dry cleaners. Get them pressed. Get them ready to go. Get, uh, get 
just get ready. Come out and show out. Get ready to dress up and have a good night at the ESPYs here. I believe that uh, Colby Wilson might be hosting. Oh, that, well, that's going to be a terrible time. Yeah, it's going to (laughs) suck. It's going to be awful. Uh, We also might have a new podcast coming soon. Really? Yes. uh, uh, The More Than a Game podcast will be resurrected in a new form is the plan. Okay. Uh, If you remember last week, I kind of joked with John V.A. Bug, said, hey, if you ever want to take my job, you can host this podcast. Well, she took that seriously. Well. And she wanted to do some some more podcasting. So me and Jordan Harmon talked to her the other day, and we're going to do the More Than a Game, I think, is the plan. We're going to stick with the same name. Um, But instead of me interviewing her about things student-athletes do, Mm -hmm. we're going to let her – I'll I'll do the first one. Mm -hmm. And after that, we're going to let her – talk to other student athletes on the podcast okay. so it's a student athlete podcast well that sounds like a great idea by student athletes exactly i mean that's it's awesome i think it's gonna work out really well she was she was a lot of fun to talk to she was very very good at talking into a microphone which yeah. is it, it's it's harder than people think i think sometimes some people yeah. get in here the microphone makes you nervous yeah she she's not one of them so i'm excited to get that going here next month next month we're gonna do that can't wait alex yes in the meantime what should people do well, you should follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Let's Go P, or follow us on Facebook at Austin P Governors. And uh, shout out to Eric, Robin, Carter, all the stuff they've been putting out there. Talked about a lot of the stuff we got going on. I mean, whether it's a Jersey retirements or uh, all the games we've had going on, they've definitely been staying busy. They've so. been staying real busy, and you can tell how busy we are. We're going to Let's Go P dot com for dates, news, stories. Cody Bush, Nathan Palkowski, Alex Allen, Chris Austin, and myself. We've got everything you need to know about Austin P Athletics right there on. Let's go P.com. Uh, you know where you can also get on let's go P.com. What's that? Tickets. Okay. Or you can get in contact with our ticker, Johnny Mitchell. He's got all the information you can use to get in the game. Baseball tickets on sale. Softball tickets on sale. We need you at Joe Maynard Field at Ramsingham Park and Cheryl Holt Field at Kathy Maynard Park. So go online to let's go P.com. Buy tickets or call Johnny to get those tickets today. Seasons are almost halfway done. Yeah. You got to get out there. And, I mean, we've had great turnouts at softball. I'm not sure about baseball, but, I mean, Good it's crowds. been awesome. Good crowds. Let's keep that going. Oh. By the way, big news, football season ticket renewals uh, now. They're happening God, right okay. now, this minute. Pause this podcast and go renew your football season tickets. Go now. We'll wait. And we're back. Five home games, the first day sun season. 2021 season ticket holders can renew their tickets online at letsgop.com backslash buy tickets or by calling the ticket office at 931-221-PEAY. That's all that's available right now, renewals. Mm-hmm. Renewals you have until April 29th at 5 p.m. Once that deadline hits, all the remaining seats are made available to the public to purchase season tickets. So, you've got a little bit of time, but uh, you don't want to delay. No. I mean, that April 29th, right around the corner. Get on the horn or get on the computer and get those tickets. You're going to want them. Season ticket holder benefits for the upcoming season include memorabilia fashion from the turf of Forterra Stadium, which, oh, by the way, we're replacing right now. Yeah. Uh also, he won the OVC championship in 2019 on that field. So I think you're going to want a piece. Yeah, absolutely. Piece of history right there. Piece of history. Exclusive season ticket holder events. Uh, they'll include a ticket party pickup and early access to the 2022 Fan Fest. Not sure what that entails yet, but we'll have more details in the coming future. In addition, season ticket holders will have the opportunity to purchase a ticket to the regular season finale at Alabama. Alabama, you When say. the governors make their first ever trip to Bryant-Denny Stadium. Who doesn't want to do that? I'll be there. Right. You're, we're going to be there. You're going to want to be there. So you better buy your season tickets so you get priority access. Season ticket holders also receive priority access to the Austin P, to Austin P and Nashville Predator event. And Austin P will announce additional season ticket holder benefits throughout the 
2023 season. There's no better way to watch the Govs. I mean, the Govs. all the stuff you get with the season tickets too. Exactly. Not I mean, just football tickets. No. A lot more. Predators? Oh, yes. Yeah. You should get on that right now. Mm-hmm. We can wait one more time. Okay. We'll, we'll give them a couple seconds. And we're back. Find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, directly on the website at letsgop.com backslash podcast. Alex, what should they do when they find us on those platforms? I would say give us a rating of five stars. Maybe a review as well. Maybe a review. Tell us how we're doing. A glowing review and a five-star rating would be much appreciated. Want to suggest a guest or let us know if a local or on-campus event we should shout out? Tell us which Austin P team you think is going to win Jack and Roll tonight. Tweet us. I'm C underscore Craig 19. He's Alex Allard underscore APSU. Shout out to Jason McDonald. Shout out to Bud Jingers. Shout out to everyone that's already renewed their football season tickets for the 2022 season. I'll talk to you next week. So long, everybody. Story ever told. Somewhere far along this road, he lost his soul to a woman so heartless. How could you be so heartless? Oh, how could you be so heartless? How could you be so cold as the winter wind when it breeze yo? Remember that you talking to me though You need to watch the way you talking to me yo I mean after all the things that we've been through I mean after all the things we got into Ayo I know of some things that you ain't told me Ayo I did some things but that's the old me And now you wanna get me back and you gon' show me So you walk around like you don't know me You got a new friend, well I got homies But in the end it's still so lonely